Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? You're listening to the American Tennis Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network. So many awesome things going on at Believe. It's been really cool over the last year or so to see the site really expand. A lot of new content coming up, different shows. If you don't like the sound of my voice or if you're not a tennis fan, I guarantee you there is a podcast you will like over on the Believe website, so be sure to check it out. Wow, what a year 2019 was for the Americans. We had some breakout stars on the men and women's side. Really exciting stuff and a lot of reason for optimism heading into 2020, starting with the Australian Open. But before we get to the Australian Open, I have a special episode for you guys today. Former college tennis player turned actor and now launching his own tennis business, Troy Aiken is going to be joining the show today and sharing a little bit about his experiences. And I'm joined now by Troy Aiken, an old friend. Troy, thanks so much for coming on, man. Dude, thanks for having me, man. Good, uh, good to catch up. Yeah, really, the pleasure's mine. Um, first thing I like to do with my guests, just I think people like to hear about it. Why don't you just take me through your personal journey with tennis? You love tennis almost more than anyone I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'm a, I'm a latecomer to tennis, which I think is why I still love tennis so much and a lot of... A lot of the people that I like to hit with is like I love hitting with people that are, are better than me, but they're so like burnt out and over tennis. Like, dude, let's hit. What about Friday? What about Saturday? What about Sunday? And they're like, uh, maybe Sunday. It's like, all right. Um, I went to City College for two years to grow my tennis game more. Uh, and then just a real quick funny story. I was actually going to stop playing after City College. So I went to Cal State Fullerton for a semester. And that summer before, I played in this this fourth of july tournament with my aunt and we ended up playing with some guy who played with a chapman coach back in college and so he was like you're still good why are you why why are you not playing and i was like i don't know she's like let me let me put you in contact with will marino the chapman coach so i contacted him transferred in to in at the spring and joined the team and ended up playing one that year and it was a great time so that was kind of my tennis experience um and now i still like to play for fun playing a couple adult tournaments and hit with friends yeah, I often regret I missed you by one year at Chapman on the tennis team. I always heard whispers of the legend Troy Aiken the year before me. But yeah, obviously a great college career you had. Very happy you made it to Chapman and great to be catching up again. So you obviously love tennis. Post-grad now, you are still dabbling in some acting, entertainment industry. Um, I think you did something really cool just because tennis isn't typically something that gets portrayed in the mainstream. You don't really see that many movies about it. And when you do, it's like that parody movie they made a couple years back, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I think Add Out was awesome. You launched this TV series. Tell my listeners about it. Yeah, so it's always grinded my gears that every time you watch a tennis movie, you can just tell, if you're a tennis player, you can tell when somebody doesn't know how to play tennis. They hold the racket wrong. Their technique is just horrible. And everyone's like, oh, I played tennis growing up. And they think they know what they're doing. But it's just, it's god awful. Like, look at Wimbledon and how Kristen Dunst holds the racket. It's like, how do they not have someone on set that can tell her how to hold the racket right? So true. <laughs> uh, so with with me coming out here, you know, I, I got into acting a lot at Chapman. Um, and so after Chapman, I was still kind of new, fresh face into the acting world. So went out a lot more commercially, booked a couple things, uh, booked a pilot that didn't go, which was a big bummer. But uh, but I was I was on the grind. And now nowadays, it's all about creating your own content, whether you do it on YouTube or Instagram. You can do your own content that then you later submit to casting directors or producers or that type of thing. So I wanted to make my own show that was able to be show off who I was as an actor, but also show off that I love sports and tennis and also I'm good at that. So I know I know I can do all of those things. Um, so yeah, so I created this pilot and ended up cutting it into a web series for YouTube and, and it was great. 
and kind of a blessing, I ran into this guy, uh, Kale Hammond, who, who you know. Um, I just met him at the gym. He was wearing Duke tennis shorts. I was like, hey, man, do you play tennis? I play tennis. Let's, let's meet up. And so it was just kind of a blessing that he was, like, perfect for the, the jerk of the show. And he's, he's a great guy in person, but he just exudes, like, this type of person. Totally. And so he was perfect for it. So it all kind of fell into place and ended up making it. That's really awesome, yeah, and I can laugh about that because we talked about it, but Kale was actually coaching at the academy that I was training at when I was in the juniors, and now I'm back helping out at that academy, Southern California Tennis Academy, so just super small world out there. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us a brief part about Add Out just a little bit more because I really do think it's a cool story, and um, I think anybody who's listening to this will be interested to go check it out. You can see it on YouTube, correct? So just give us a little rundown. Don't give away too much. A little rundown where to watch it. Um, yeah, so, so it's on YouTube.com. Uh, uh, slash love love productions uh, get it love love uh, uh, it's also on the website takensports.com uh, but we uh, but yeah I it, it has one so One Tree Hill is a big inspiration for me that was my favorite show growing up little Chad Michael Murray um, and those guys so the the other guy actually got casted he was a fine actor and a good looking guy but they cast him because he was such a good basketball player so I thought that was cool that's cool um but it has it has that kind of CW feel of it. Uh, but I took it to college, especially because I'm getting older now too. I can't quite play high school anymore. <laughs> um, but it's about this it's about this tennis prodigy that uh, grew up just being uh, having tennis just shoved down his throat by his dad, who's this tennis nut. Which we growing up in the tennis community, uh, everyone knows that one dad. That's very relatable. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so, so he kind of he ends up just going to this like D three school and, and kind of just like messing around, hanging with his friends. And he ends up meeting this girl who ends up being this awesome rock star tennis player who kind of messes with his his life. And so she ends up going to a different school. So he ends up transferring to the school, not to tell too much information, uh, but to pursue the girl. So it's about this journey and adventure, and then. Um, from there, you can you can check it out to see what happens. Which is awesome. I knew I liked it. I remember seeing stuff uh, when you were making it on Instagram, and I remember I really liked it. So for any of our listeners who want to watch, that's Add Out. Find it on YouTube. Troy, very talented actor, storyteller. It, it really is worth your time. And not too long. What, 40 minutes out total right now, right? Yeah, 40 minutes. It's uh, I have it broken down into four episodes, 10 minutes an episode. So for, for us with low uh, attention spans these days. <laughs> Fun watch for sure. And you get to put a name to the face of Mr. Troy Aiken, which brings us to our next point. Uh, very com- very keeping with you very on brand staying in the tennis community tell me what you're doing now launching your own business yeah so as uh, just like as someone trying to make it on tour it's it's tough just like making it in the acting business it's tough you got like a lot of those people on tour they have to do lessons or something on the side to supplement their income when they're trying to crack the top 100 because you're not top you know 200 whatever you're not you're not, not monetizing it, it for sure um and so i wanted to figure out a way how to uh get some residual income to support my my acting career and including take uh including add out and make more tennis projects like that and so it's actually funny i was talking to this intuit psychic whatever you want to call it and whatever you believe in i was just talking to her about because i was juggling a couple things between acting and tennis and i got my real estate license at the time and she was like what do you think your favorite is of the three and i i didn't know and i was like uh acting and she's like well i see tennis as your favorite so that kind of that kind of hit me. I was like, oh, okay, okay, but you know, I pursued acting. And now look, I'm thought about it the other day. Right back. And I was to like, tennis. wow, like now I'm back in tennis. So to get back to the residual income, um, I used to help people with uh, their Instagram, like growing their social media or doing some Facebook ads or just social media stuff. So it was, I had a couple clients that that was working, 
But A, I kind of stopped liking so much the social media, just the, um, what's the word, like the, the negativity of social mm-hmm. media. For sure. Um, and so I, I kind of just stumbled across a Facebook ad for uh, Amazon FBA, Fulfillment by Amazon. So you're just selling products on Amazon. And I was like, okay, learned a little bit about more and how these guys, they just come up with a product, they go to Alibaba, find it for cheap, buy it in bulk, ship it to an Amazon warehouse and sell it on the biggest shopping market in, in the entire world. And so then it was up to me to find a product that I wanted to sell. So I looked into a couple of different things. I don't want to give away my, my gems, uh, but like some of the things that they were talking about, you know, were like bracelets with quotes on it or coffee mugs with, you know, just something that's A, affordable, easy to get into. And so, I was like, hmm, what are, I wonder what tennis tennis products are like. I started doing research and they had like good, they have, I have this like program that tells me a quality score of the product and it was like three, four, five star type stuff for the different variations of tennis products. And so a couple, there's like, obviously there's a hundred different tennis accessories, but tennis grips were affordable. They were easy to get into the marketplace, to get reviews, to, you know, to sell at a, at a decent price. Um, so that was why I'm starting with tennis grips, which I think is awesome. So mm-hmm. you can find a taken sports, right? And starting with grips, what do we see mm-hmm. big picture for the site? Um, so Wilson is a huge inspiration. I want to make something fun for a, just the average player or for kids. Like when I, I remember growing up, like it was so fun having a different ball or like if there was a logo on a ball, I always thought it was so cool. Um, so I want like, you know, a Friday ball or something, something fun, but I also want it to be that if I go play with you or with Kale, like I can hit with this fun ball and it's still a high quality ball. Uh, cause it, just to, to mix it up. No, that's really cool. Um, yeah. So, so eventually I want to a expand to all the different tennis products and, and dominate the tennis market, but then start expanding into other sports too. What has it been like this whole journey? I mean, going from creating the TV show with tennis to now launching a site and trying to sell, you know, some apparel and different things with, do you think that underlying love for tennis helps while you're working? It still gives you that kind of enjoyment where it doesn't feel too much like work. Obviously you're working your butt off, but coming back to having it be in tennis, one of the things you love most and that you're so passionate about, does it help? A hundred percent. So a lot of like this, the self-help stuff, when you're, when you're, trying to be an actor you listen to every self-help book you see every quote on instagram like you know you can repeat all of them um but like a lot of the things that that tony robbins will preach is like you have to find your why and like for me tennis is such a passion that i'm so excited now that my grips are in the market to wake up tomorrow and and start like doing some ppc and doing all the, the appropriate keywords and finding all that stuff so like i can't wait for tomorrow um like i was i just I came from playing tennis before and I was a little tired and then I was like, oh, like I'm excited to make this podcast about tennis. Great. And then my grips came in and now I'm just like on cloud nine right now. <laughs> so great, um, man. Yeah. Your passion and enthusiasm is always something that I've loved about you. It really is great. Mm-hmm. Um, have you figured out price point, those types of things yet, or are we still working on those details? Um, so I, so I'm, I'm starting with a three pack and a 60 pack variety. Um, and so there's definitely some, some competition at a low price point. Uh, but my grips are great. They're, I've, I've been playing with them for the last couple months and I love them. They're, they're my favorite grips that I've found, which I'm very pleased with. Um, I sampled a couple different versions and found which one I liked. And so I'm ex- I want, because they're a good quality product, I want them to be what they're, what they're worth. So I'm not going to absolutely no, no, right. $2, but right, right. Um, so, but yeah, so there's definitely kind of a, I'm just, I'm going to be pretty, pretty middle fair, fair price point. 
um, for a great quality product. Well, you're a fair guy. You're also selling an important thing. I mean, for me, maybe I'm weird, but I think any tennis player will agree with this. The grip is crucial. It took me so long to figure out what kind of grip because for me, I don't know about you, I have very sweaty hands, right? Mm -hmm. So when I'm playing, those super tacky, slippery grips didn't work because they would just be like, I would feel my like grip slipping a little bit, you know, as you sweat more and then your grip gets wet. So for me, I settled on Turner grip ultimately, mm -hmm. you know, the cheesy, the light blue hey. grip that does not slip, right? But it yeah. really does. It works for me. I mean, I have to switch it every day because my hands sweat so much. But in terms of getting into the product, you've sampled it. Give me kind of a range. Is it more tacky? Is it a little drier like that? So it's it's definitely more tacky, but I will say it's it's been great for, for the, I've played with some some tacky grips that, yeah, that slip out of the hand real easy. So it, it's, I'm pleased with the level of absorption of it and ability to stay dry. Um, but it's definitely tacky and comfortable, which is what I like. And especially for a casual player that isn't just getting drenched in sweat or playing doubles, not that doubles isn't a great workout too. Um, but it's definitely a way more comfortable feel and it's appropriate thickness. So I think it's 0 0.7 millimeters. Okay. Um, so it's, it's still got a little cushion, but not too thick, um, which I, which I really like. Um, and and I've, the grip that I have on, I think I've been using it for like two weeks now. Oh, and I've played, I've played like six times in the last huge, two weeks. That's huge, durable. So i got to change mine can, every day, yeah. Yeah. And so I've, I've done, tried the Turner grips, and just it's brutal on my hands. So right. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of them. No, it is. You um, know, it's, a very, it's funny. That's why it's like, honestly, like people are always talking about strings, racket, and whatever. Like I said, maybe I'm weird. But to me, the grip is such a huge thing, which is why when you were getting into that, I think it's a great idea because it is really so important. And for me, almost more important, right, than the racket even. I can pick up any racket and hit with it, but for me, the grip is a huge mm -hmm. thing. So I think it is really cool getting into that. Um, how, about, how about you? What's your game looking like? You still get out there and hit pretty often. What's your tennis look like these days? Yeah, so my game, my game uh, was, I was dating a tennis player way back when, and That's I was playing right. with her a lot, and, right. and my game had never been better at that point. Um, but life happens, mm -hmm. and... Uh, took a little break. Was focusing on golf for a while, making yeah, making yeah. The videos. Mm -hmm. um, but then my love for tennis always came back. So uh, a I ran to Kale. So I hit with him. I hit with uh, some Chapman guys a lot between Charlie. So now I'm trying to hit like two, three times a week. So it's been been a grind. I played uh, my first men's open the other day. I nice. made it to the quarters. So solid. Played two good matches to get to the quarters. I was so tight. Yeah. Played just like it was crazy. So, because I hadn't played in six years since college, of two matches in a day. Hitting is one thing. Actually, going in and competing in a tournament atmosphere, totally oh, yeah. different. Being so tight the whole time. So then, so then the next day, I can I can barely walk. I'm you know I'm old and and like haven't served for more than like a tiebreaker in the last right. six years, right. and I served two matches. I play the third ranked fourteen year old kid in the nation, and I'm playing great. I'm up forty love to break him on the second game. And he gets this net to fall over on 30-40. So then it goes to Deuce that it was just the most, like, climbed over half the net. Right. And and I knew from there that the match was over. <laughs> Second game, I knew the match was over after that happened. I ended up losing 6-2, 6-1. I was like, ugh. Couldn't <laughs> Don't we all have those moments in a match, though, when you look back and you're just, whatever it is, you're not feeling it that day, you're tired, or just something happens and annoys you, and it's just like, yeah, this is just not my day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad yeah. you're still competing. That's really great. Awesome to hear. Uh, this is the American Tennis Podcast, so we do like to talk about it. Um, I'm sure you've been keeping up with it in some capacity. Heading into the Australian Open, I mean, 
God willing, with all of these fires going in in Australia, hopefully those get under control so we can start off play next week. But um, what do you think about the American tennis? I think we had some youngsters that actually had a pretty good year on the guys and girls' side. What's your outlook heading into this year for the Americans? Yeah, I was actually really excited for them in the ATP Cup. I thought we could have pulled off uh, a little better, but just yeah. we had some big servers yeah. between Fritz and Isner. Like totally. We could win some two, two out of three set matches in that. Um, so a little disappointed there, but um, yeah, it'll be fun. I think we have a, a solid crew with... Uh, you know, Mackenzie McDonald, is he, is yeah, he in there? Yeah. I know Mac he's been battling good. some injuries. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad he's, he, was, uh, he was a Piedmont guy, so he was a NorCal guy with me. So we, Funny. our high school played his high school. He, like, kind of played high school because he was too good for right. high school tennis. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, that should be fun. I know, uh, uh, like, Shelby Rogers competing in uh, qualies right now. I think she won her, her first round. Great. Um, Though, yeah, those fires are wild. Like, some people were dropping out today. Oh, man, like, yeah. Just not Play was suspended in some of the other ones. It's really brutal. It's sad yeah. to see. Just, I mean, there's never a good time for it, obviously, but just horrible timing right now with the Aussie about to kick off and qualifiers going on. It's it's really a shame. I hope they can get it under control. Um, well, on, our, on that bright note, yeah. uh, on our way out, why don't you just uh, leave my listeners, just give us all your social, your website, everything where people can follow you. You have a huge social media presence. Last time I checked, 25,000 on Instagram. Not surprising, you famous actor. <laughs> But yeah, just yeah, let us know where we can follow you, see all your stuff, your latest projects, all that. Yeah, it's 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 not bad. I, I definitely focused a lot on Instagram uh, when I was younger, but but now I'm excited to be able to use it for a platform that I'm more passionate about again to start promoting it for Taken Sports. But it's it's Troy Aiken. So Aiken was was Taken. Um, so we ended up with Taken. It's T A K I N. Uh, so Troy Aiken on Instagram uh, and most social medias uh, and then takensports.com um, yeah so takensports has, has a blog it's got the products will be up there and uh, some some scores and stats and just yeah check it out awesome so yeah, yeah actually I, I do want to talk about that I forgot to ask you about that because you were mentioning that you were going to be doing the blogging on there take me through that what's that like I mean let's talk about the website in particular Taken Sports. obviously that's going to be the big business now um, take me through it what do you have on there what do you plan to do with it what's the process like yeah, so it's actually been kind of fun to write and blog and just, you know, I, I, I get home and, and I'll put on, whether it's ATP Cup or it's the, you know, playoff footballs, like I just like to write why I'm watching. Um, but it's funny, so I've been doing a lot of SEO work, search engine optimization to help with the website and all that whole nine yards. And so my first kind of primary articles were specifically tennis related products like that, that were high search volume on Google. So that's like tennis elbow, uh, how to clean tennis sneakers, like those kind of types of things. But now that I've gotten all those out of the way, I can start to write more relevant blogs. So I wrote about the fires. I wrote about Greta calling out Roger Federer. Right. Um, so it's kind of fun to get, to get to write about those. I just did my list of my 10 greatest, uh, Tennis players of all time. Oh, great. So that was a fun write to do. A lot of fun yeah, content yeah, on there, yeah. it took a couple yeah. days to, to write oh, that I bet, one, I bet, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How often do you update that then? Are you putting stuff up pretty frequently? Yeah, I try and do every day. Awesome. Um, but I would say probably I end up with four four new posts a week uh, to say stay fresh. Um, but yeah, I have, I have a couple writers on the team. Uh, so we try and crank it out. That's great. I didn't yeah. know that. And then uh, products are for sale starting when? Um, starting, starting hopefully... To, uh, Let's see, uh, Jan, Jan, ah, I watched Die, don't you hate technology? Uh, Jan 15. Jan 15, awesome, that's tomorrow. So we'll get this podcast up tonight. All the listeners can head over to Taken Sports, that's T-A-K-I-N sports.com. 
and uh, check it out. It's really great stuff on there. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome, man. And, and so great to catch up. And let's get out there and hit some. It's been a man. pleasure. We'll definitely yeah. get out there. We'll have to get some content video and uh, show the listeners what yeah, we got yeah, out yeah. there. <laughs> a couple of washed up old Chapman players still giving it our all, right? Uh, Thanks for swinging by, man. Really, it was awesome to see you, and I really appreciate you coming on. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on again soon with an update, like I said, with the acting, with the business, with everything tennis. You're a great guy to talk to, and I know you love tennis as much as the next guy. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Excited to listen to more podcasts from you, man. Awesome. Thanks so much, Troy. And thank you all for listening to the American Tennis Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Guys, we're going to have a ton of coverage coming up for you next week. Australian Open kicking off. So excited for 2020 and what the Americans will bring us. Hopefully some great stuff, build off that momentum to end the year last year, and I am looking forward to breaking it all down for you guys. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you all very soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.